to Revival Recap. I'm Seth Dahl here with Shane Harris, one of our pastors at Bethel Austin. And this is the first time we've got to talk about one of your sermons. Yeah. Because last time we talked about Bill's. We did. When he was here. Mm-hmm. But Shane got to preach uh, two weeks ago now. Yeah. Jim spoke last Saturday, but mm-hmm. we're catching up a little bit. I wasn't here last week. So yeah. we're catching up. But Shane had an amazing message just really speaking into... Um, our mindsets and the position of the church right now in these times and all the stuff we find ourselves in, how we're actually supposed to look different than the world. And so I'm excited to talk about this. Um, One of the things you talked about was Paul writing from prison, Mm -hmm. Philippi, uh, the book of Philippians and stuff like that. But one of the verses you used was that the church is here to display the manifold wisdom of God. Yeah, so, you know, I started out in Ephesians, and uh, I did a class on Ephesians about a year ago, and such a phenomenal book. It really paints this picture of this divine community seated in heavenly places that we call the church, and that uh, in the book of Ephesians, it talks about that the church would be so powerful that we would actually display God's manifold wisdom to rulers and authorities in heavenly places. That's how powerful we are. And so uh, with that in mind, you know, this whole idea of how we should live in light of who God has called us to be together. Yeah. Yeah. How we always would give these massive revelations and then give you action, practical stuff of how to live. Mm -hmm. I mean, just thinking about that verse, yeah, to display the manifold wisdom of God to the principalities and powers, like how we live actually communicates something in the spirit realm yeah. to the demonic influences. Exactly. And, and I think that's also you see how Paul, he was always concerned with unity. Like most of his letters, he's always hitting unity because we are called to be this display to the heaven to the heavens and it, it's a high calling. And so he, know, he knew that unity was so key for that. In fact, we can't do that unless we have unity. Yeah. So that... Um, brings me to one of the things you said. I love this. You, and it was the Renee when Renee, you totally pulled on her. A Renee moment. A Renee moment. (laughs) Um, Unity is an indicator of spiritual maturity. If you can't walk in healthy unity, you are spiritually immature. Mm -hmm. And you talked about, you're like wearing diapers. (laughs) Yeah. Your baby's wearing diapers. Yeah. if, if, If there's no unity. Yeah, and, and you know, you see a lot of people who, you know, they want to be so right about something, and they'll fight, and often believers fighting other believers, and uh, you know, it's it's really, um, and you may be right, but there's, the, it's the wrong attitude. It's not a attitude hum, humility. It's an attitude of, of I'm right, and everybody else is wrong, and I'll fight you on that, and uh, you can think you have some high level of truth, and you're really mature. But if, if you can't walk in humility and unity with brothers and sisters in Christ, you, you really are still in spiritual diapers, no matter how much you think you know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, sometimes it's like the more you push how right you are, mm-hmm. the more wrong you are. <laughs> exactly. If you're, if, you're, if you're destroying relationships right. because you need to be right, you're, you're still wrong. Exactly. I mean, it's so true. Man, yeah. I love it. It <laughs> reminds me of a story I was telling Shane this just a few minutes ago before we turned on the camera. Um, 
my son, when he was younger, mm -hmm. this guy took forever to potty train. So my daughter was potty trained in three days, no problem. She just got it. She, she went right for it. My son was one of my sons. It took him a long time. Not, not even months. It was over a year it took him. And I remember this one moment where I'm like, son, you keep pooping your pants. You're, I, can't get, I can't take your diapers off because you keep pooping your pants and pooping your pants is no fun for me. And my son looks at me and goes, but dad, pooping my pants is fun for me. Mm. And I just, I didn't know what to say. I just laughed. I thought, I thought that's what we got to get out of as believers. <laughs> right. That's what you're challenging us to get out of. That's what you're encouraging us to do is like, wait a second, pooping our pants and wearing diapers is not how we're supposed to live our lives. We're actually supposed to mature. Right. We're actually supposed to learn to use the bathroom on our own. Pooping our pants is not fun for the father. <laughs> no. It may be fun for some Christians. It's not fun for the father. No, it reminds me of some pastoral counseling sessions that I've had, right? <laughs> yes, Unfortunately, sure. but it's true. It's yeah. it's uh, we don't we we want to walk in a way that is uh, is pleasant. Yes. <laughs> that there's a pleasant. I know we're getting aroma. off the aroma here. Yeah, off, we're just gonna go there <laughs> with one another. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, God wants us to move into maturity. He yeah. wants us to, to love each other, to put love and unity above our opinions, above our side that we've taken mm -hmm. um, or, or not even take a side. Uh, but that, that brings me to one of the things you said towards the beginning was one of the things that are, is dividing the church is not bringing unity, is our, just our taking sides politically. Mm -hmm. The whole political climate of like, if you really take a side so strong, you're not, you're not fostering unity in mm -hmm. the church. And you said um, one thing we need to keep in mind, and I'd like you to just elaborate mm -hmm. a little bit, is that political problems or spiritual problems can't be solved politically. Political yeah. solutions don't meet spiritual problems. Yeah, it, it feels like to me in a lot of ways that uh, when I say the church, I mean the church at large. Yeah particularly in the United States, um, we've somehow gotten pulled into the mindset that, that politics is the answer to all things. And um, of course, I mean, it, it's important. There are important things going on in our government. We should vote, we should do all that. Yeah. But when we lift that up to the place that we are rallying around, yeah. uh, we're rallying around whatever our, our political party is, as opposed to rallying around the person of Jesus, we begin to kind of get off, we really do begin to get off in, in our thinking and the way that we approach things. And so, and we create division because, you know, there's no political party that I've seen that fully represents no, who kingdom. Jesus is yeah. in the kingdom. Um, it doesn't, you can't fit him inside of a political party. Yeah. And so we just need to, to, to do well to remember that, um, that, Although there are important important issues, we're not. We all need to come to the knowledge of the Son of God, and then everything else can line up behind that. Yeah. So I think that really is an important thing, and we're not going to solve uh, most of the issues we see out in society are spiritual issues, yeah. and the way we're going to solve that is by being the church, walking in love, walking in unity, walking in revival, and that will realign things the way that God wants to re realign them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the world has something to look at and go, hey, how, 
why are you guys so different? Yeah, exactly. And, and I think another thing we do in the church is we get so upset with people in the world uh, because we think that they should just, you know, and, and then when we blend politics with it, that they should just think like the church thinks. They, they can't think yeah, like the church they thinks. They have no idea. They have no idea. And so we're trying to hold them to some standard that's not even reality for them as yeah. opposed to saying, hey, let me show you the kindness and love of God. Yeah. And then people Man. come to Jesus and yeah. So I remember when I was first a pastor yeah. years ago, like 18 years ago, I, I remember I was like, Lord, these people don't, it's like they don't know what you've shown me, yeah. like what you've shown us. And I was so frustrated as a pastor of like, these people are not on our level. And the Lord goes, nobody was on my level yeah. when I came to earth. And that's what I was doing, was helping people come right. out of the level they were in and come up to my level. But if I'm standing here going, you're not at my level, you don't know what I know, right. you you don't, what are you doing? You're not demonstrating that you know God. Like, oh yeah, they don't actually know him right. yet. And me doing this doesn't help them yeah. come to know him. It exactly. doesn't help them get out of where they're at and come up to his level. Exactly. Come exactly. on. <laughs> I love this kind of message. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a little more, like, you, just how and practically you, you talked about Jesus coming in the form of a servant, mm -hmm. depriving himself, uh, the exercise of his own lordship mm -hmm. while he walked on this earth. And I, I feel like that's a real key mm -hmm. for us to, yeah, service is a real key for bringing unity, yeah. for getting out of those mindsets and getting into his mindset, mm -hmm. thinking like him. But will you just talk a little bit more about him coming yeah. as a servant? Yeah, so <clears throat> that passage in Philippians 2 is so powerful because it does talk about this getting into this mind space of Christ, which is a wow. mind of humility. And Paul exhorts them to be of one mind and of one love. And, you know, that doesn't mean that we we're agreeing on everything. I mean, I may like chocolate ice cream. You like vanilla ice cream. You like the Dallas Cowboys. I like the Dallas Cowboys. Don't. A lot of people may not. I don't understand that, but I they know. might not. And so they're not at your level. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we can have that conversation later. But uh, yeah. So you know, we have differences in the way in in the way we see things, but we're all moving towards Christ, and so. Uh, but the way that we have one mind, the way that we have one love, is to enter into this place of humility. The mind of Christ, the way that he approaches things is through humility. And we're given this amazing example of that where he humbled himself by coming in the form of a man. Yeah. I mean, that in itself, for the yeah. God of this even as a baby yeah this high and exalted god to come in the form of man in the form of a baby i mean that in itself is is him humbling himself but then not only that going to the cross and dying on the cross and and the revelation that i was really getting on that was that uh, that he was the way the truth and the life he had never experienced death death was really yeah. like a foreign concept to, yeah. to who god is he is life there is no death in him. It's nothing but life. Yeah. Yet he, he subjects himself to death. He, he gave death permission to, to overtake him. Yeah. Um, that's how low he went, that the God of life would die on our behalf. And so 
when Paul exhorts us to, to enter into unity, he exhorts us to enter into the mind of Christ. Because the only way we're going to enter into unity is that we come humbly, uh, that we walk in humility. Yeah. So, like Jesus. I mean, it reminds me of washing the disciples' feet. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah. he, um, he knew exactly who he was, and he decides to get down, wash their feet, yeah. wipe the dirt off, wipe the dust off, wipe all the mud, whatever was in there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even some crap, yeah, too. But he sure. gets down and serves them, washing it off. Yeah. And, and that's the mind we need to have. That's, that's the mind we've got to have. You know, as, as we live in this world where everything is kind of spinning out of control and there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of opinions flying around, we need to, I, I feel like we just need to reset and need to stop and say, you know what, I'm going to be the servant of all. Wow. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be out trying to prove that my ideas are right. I'm going to begin to serve everyone around me. And you know, what would it look like if we even begin to serve people who have very different ideas than we have? Yeah. <laughs> so. I had a conversation with a person the other day, um, and we have very different opinions about yeah. a lot of things, but I knew, like, if I share my opinion too strong, they're, it's totally going to cut them off. They yeah. are they are already disconnected from church, already disconnected from Christianity, already you know, wrestling mm-hmm. with questions that the church hasn't answered and, and struggling in this area. And, and I'm like, man, I have to just love this person. Yeah. I have to just be friends with this person. Yeah. Before I ever even try to share anything, I have to build a relationship so I have a place at some point to share something. Right. Or I have to enter into love. And it was powerful for me. I didn't even mean it. But the person wrote later and said, that was the first time I felt safe with a Christian hmm. in a long time. Yeah. But it was it was this type of thing. Like I'm, I don't agree with everything you're saying, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm also not gonna come at you full strength right. with my opinion right now. Right. I'm gonna try to just love and serve, and I think that's what you're going after. Is yeah. let's, yep, we have our opinions. Yeah, we don't always have to share them right away. Right, and how we share them really matters. Uh, it really matters, and coming from that place of love and I think that's so so key and it's how we need to approach each other mm-hmm. it's how we need to approach uh, people who are around us who don't know Jesus um, how can I serve you how yeah. can I love you not how can I you know forcefully no. uh, get you to agree with what the way that I think even if what I think is 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 right yeah um, but how can I love how can I serve that opens up the opportunities for truth to, to, to come into a, to a situation. Yeah. 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 Man. Anything <laughs> else you want to share before uh, I don't, we pray? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I, I would just encourage everyone those moments that um, you feel pride rising in your heart is actually a moment to embrace humility. Um, whether that's in a relationship or a conversation, in your marriage, in, a, in, in, in church, wherever wow. that is, in your workplace, that moment you start feeling that that um, that anxiety or that intensity inside um, begin to to come up, just take a moment and and say, Holy Spirit, help me enter wow. into that place where Jesus is. Help me enter into His mindset and that mindset of a servant. So how can I serve this person or this situation right now, and how can I go low? And I, yeah. I think that's 
that's one key. One thing I loved about Paul was he, he had these high revelations, but he always brought it down to how you live, serve one another, yeah. lo- love one another. So it was always like this real practical side yeah. of what are you going to do with this truth? What are you going to do with this? And so that's what I would, I would encourage everybody to do is, is let's look for ways to serve each other. Let's look for ways to, to walk in humility towards each other. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Will you pray for us real fast? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Father, we thank you for your love for us. Yeah. We thank you that you sent your son. We thank you that this, uh, this place, this, this mindset of humility, it's already been made available to us through the cross that Jesus has shown us the way, that he's shown us um, how to walk in humility, and that we've been given the, the power by your Holy Spirit to walk in humility and not in pride and not in arrogance. And so, Lord, I pray for us all, God, that we would enter a new level of humility, that we would enter into that high place of humility, that value of humility that you have, and that, um, that we would be more concerned with that than being right. Lord, I just pray that you would help us, help us to walk in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, help us display your wisdom to the world around us. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Well, it was a great message. That's only little chunks of it. And so I'd encourage you to go on Facebook or YouTube and watch the, the message in its entirety. And as always, you can join us either of those places, but also at church on Saturday night. And... Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you somewhere soon. Love you all. Love you.